Hey there, and welcome to the Agency Rockstars podcast. I'm Dana Lindahl, and I'm the founder of LegendaryLeadGen.com, where we help B2B companies become authorities in their industry, set more sales appointments, and convert those appointments into more sales. We also help other agencies sell our patented process on to their own clients. And we truly believe in the value of building and creating relationships, and in that being the main driver of new sales for agencies. So, Stick around to the end of the show. We're going to be revealing how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing agency podcasts on the planet. All right, let's get straight into it. All right, rock stars, welcome back to the show, to the arena where we're going to have another great show called Agency Rockstars. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm on stage with another rock star, which is just awesome to have these great conversations with agency rock stars. I am joined today by the founder and CEO of an agency called Remotivate. Her name is Anna Sherbina. Anna, welcome to the show. Um, I am excited to get to know you and your agency. Uh, let's start sort of kind of back at the beginning, as it were. How did you get into running an agency? And then also tell me, if you would, a little bit about what that agency is. Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, I run an agency. It's dedicated to remote recruitment specifically, which is actually quite unique in the space. And to answer the question around how I got started, it's quite interesting because a lot of people say, well, how did you start this business? How did you get this idea? It's so awesome. Right now, it's like you're in the right space. And to answer your question, the business found me. Like completely honestly, I never set out to start a business. I just got into the remote space. I have a lot of friends who are entrepreneurs and I was in operations. My background's operations and recruitment. And the more people I talk to, they're like, oh, you can do remote recruitment. Can you help me? Can you help me? And it just snowballed into I'm like, okay, I clearly cannot do this by myself. I went and I registered a business, hired a team, and here we are. <laughs> nice. It's funny when the market makes you work right? Absolutely. That, <laughs> like, that is that exactly like what happened. Yeah. So Remotivate is the is the agency. And, and you kind of like quickly said it, but tell me a little bit about what you do then. You, you're a recruiting agency for remote workers, for entrepreneurs? Yeah. So okay. mostly I help online businesses, though there are some businesses that are transitioning into the online space, hire mm -hmm. remote staff. And we have a done for you service, which is pretty much everything from figuring out exactly the role a company needs to doing the sourcing, vetting, funneling, filtering, like the entire process, interviewing. We do this entire uh, kind of complex process and then deliver on the top candidates to our clients. But mostly it's, and very specifically, it is for remote positions, which is so rare right now in the space because even huge corporations and companies that do recruitment have no idea how to do that remotely or hire and build international remote staff. Yeah. And it's, and as you said, people probably are telling you right space, right time, business has to be good. We are all remote right now, it seems like. And so these businesses seem to be transitioning from corporate four walls to that exactly. remote. That's awesome. Um, so tell me a little bit about how you've grown and scaled it over the years, Anna. You know, if you started off kind of by accident, what does growth <laughs> look like for yeah. you? Absolutely. That's such a great question. I love answering it because 
again, such a unique and different approach. Most entrepreneurs I know are marketers. They've hustled. They know how to, they've run ads. They've, you know, done the, the blogs. And I just did it all backwards, honestly, because I'm operations recruitment. I had no, no idea about marketing. Honestly, if you asked me four years ago, like what a funnel was, I was like, what? <laughs> like being completely honest, I knew operations. I knew business in terms of like getting things organized, hiring the right people. So you, you started off with just operations first, building the systems. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then it turned into uh, my network. So that was something that really, really drove my entire business. What, And I didn't know it at the time. I was just connecting with people. I love talking to people. And that really turned into just getting so many clients because of referrals. And the entire business, honestly, for the last two, three years has grown referral-based. Gotcha. And, do you, and so like referrals happen happy accidents sometimes. Um, also <laughs> creating that the operations that make a great process that give great Absolutely. service, right? I would say, yeah, I would say service is a huge part of it. Cause if you deliver on a high quality service, people are going to come back. People enjoy what you do. People enjoy getting, you know, the result. And if they feel like you're real, they're really taken care of and that you understand them, then it's the result they're going to come back for. And they're going to definitely recommend their friends, their entrepreneurial friends, other businesses and masterminds and so on and say, okay, you got to try this out. Cause this really took something off my plate that I needed help with. Yeah. And how do you empower them to be able to do that? You know, there's obviously there's the branding side of things. They have to know you and remember the name and all that stuff. But like, do you do anything special to, to build up those referrals then? I mean, I think at the end of the day, like I said, it's just providing a great service and making sure that they are heard and understood. So when I talk to any entrepreneur, for example, on the very first call, it's really not about sales so much as it's just understanding what they need. Because a lot of business owners, they're like, I have a gap, I have a challenge, but I just don't know how to fill, like, fill that challenge. I don't know how to name this position. I don't know what the responsibilities are. And sometimes I go out of my way and spend one, three, five hours throughout a week and having those conversations to figure out what exactly they need and how do we hire that for the long term. And I think that's what's really different. The space right now, it's moving so fast. And in recruitment, they don't really want to listen. They don't really want to take the time. They're just like, okay, marketing manager, next. Here's some resumes. Here's some resumes. And at the end of the day, a lot of these owners, agency owners, they want to be heard. They want to be understood and they want to talk to someone and figure out what does their business need. And I think that's really what we bring to the table. It's like, I listen, I figure out what it is they need. And then we figure out, okay, how do we actually find those people? Excellent. Okay. So Anna, that's, that's how you do what you do. And we talked about who you Absolutely. do it for. So let's, let's uh, have a little bit of story. I'd love to have uh, like your favorite story or pair of stories or whatever that the highlights a specific way that you've helped some of those clients really get this new world up and running for them. Absolutely. I think, and I think I mentioned this just before we started recording, but honestly, some of the most magical things happen in the very beginning of a process when we're doing that, we call this the vision form or the vision of a position, but that's really where the magic happens. And when we go deep into understanding what it is, a lot of the clients that come to us, they're just like, okay, I need this type of marketing. I'm like, wait, let's, let's stop for a second. Let's really figure out what it is. And I think with a lot of the clients that I've had, so 
I mean, for example, a great story, a great example that I can bring up is a lot of the agency owners I've had, marketing agencies specific, specifically, would come to me. And one I'm thinking of uh, in particular came to me and said, hey, so I have all these positions I'm looking to hire, but the number one biggest thing is operations. I really don't know. Do we need multiple people? Do we need, uh, is this maybe a completely different role? Am I supposed to be taking it on? And we just sat there and we figured out exactly what's that position. And we figured out they needed a head of operations. And then from there, it was this domino effect because once we had that very key player in place, we were able to bring on other operation managers into the business and other key roles. We got as an SEO, head of SEO, SEO specialists, but it's figuring out what are those key roles. And that has happened with businesses over and over and over again. It's just sitting down and having those conversations, figuring out well, what is that key position? And you know what's really interesting, Dan? One of the most popular positions for absolutely almost every agency owner that has come my way has been some sort of operations or head of operations. And even they sometimes don't even know it. They come and say, we need a marketing manager. We need a head of customer support. And I'm like, okay, but who's running the ship? Like who's doing the day-to-day? And we figure out there's no one there. And it's like, oh, so that's where the actual problem is. So oftentimes some entrepreneurs and business owners that come my way, we end up helping them hire for a position they didn't even anticipate. <laughs> so it's quite wow. interesting. I take some real strong listening skills and, and as you said earlier, vision. Yeah, absolutely. It, that's why we call it the vision because it's yeah. definitely, it forms what do the business owners really need? What do these agencies really need that will help them get to where they want to go in the long term, not just filling the short term gaps or the quick fires that need to be put out? Yeah. What kind of um, reception are you getting? I mean, so this may be sound like really like a dumb question, Anna, but I, I, I picture people still kind of not getting the remote work idea right? How big of an obstacle is that still even today in 2021? You know, I think that people are definitely pushing, even if the entrepreneurs or the business owners are not. Like I literally had an interview today with a candidate who said, I don't feel comfortable working where I'm working anymore because the entire business, they keep wanting us to come into the office and the world is changing and they're going against it. And people are banding together, banding together and saying, we're going to leave if this company doesn't go remote. So whether they like it or not, change is coming. It's just that some people are getting it and getting on board and others are just going to have to go a bit of the hard way. But that is an actual example of a candidate who said, I am leaving from a company I've been dedicated and working for three, four years, which is a great company, great opportunities but they're not budging. And I want to see my family. I want to travel. I have responsibilities. I don't want to commute and the world is changing. So why are we not getting this opportunity? It's it's yeah. quite interesting. So it sounds like you're seeing it uh, pushed from the people side more oh, yeah. so maybe than the, the business <laughs> side, but the business side is getting on board though too, hopefully. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just because there's so many opportunities opening up and the word is spreading that now you can hire internationally. It's easier. There's less overhead. The salaries are so diverse. You can have more opportunity because obviously if you're hiring in one city, then you're just so limited by that. Whereas if you have the entire world to choose from, how many candidates are you going to get? I mean, we had a project manager position that we, we normally actually invite candidates actively to apply for positions, but I don't know, we invited maybe like 50 to hundred and we got 600 applicants. Wow. <laughs> so that, that tells you something. There's so much talent out there and people are still, you know, still a little bit of a stone age of LinkedIn, 80% of the result, like 80% of the work for 20% of the result. But there's so many amazing job boards out there where you just post and you get all this reception, but you just have to put yourself out there. 
And again, a lot of entrepreneurs, like some of them gotten on, on that and they've grown their business and they've gotten ahead of the curve and some are falling behind and that's going to be a natural thing. So I highly encourage for any agencies who haven't done it, go remote if possible. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, so let's talk a little bit about pain points. Those, whether it's, you know, the recruits that you're talking to, or whether it's the businesses that you're helping put them in touch with, uh, what kind of pain points are you seeing in your industry today? I think it's actually interesting because for some reason, when it comes to remote hiring, everyone just gets stuck. <laughs> like there's this weird, uh, there's a weird shift because people are like, if this is online hiring, it must be super different. Yes, it is different, but some things still are the same. For example, reference checks. Most online businesses and online agencies, they're like, what? That's corporate. That's like, yeah, that's, that's all the way uh, in corporate times. Why would we do reference checks? But actually, even if you're doing it internationally, you can do a bit of research. You can double check on LinkedIn if that's the actual references. And that's really important to understand that Yes, there are things that have changed, but there are still practices that are really good to to keep like those references. But I do agree. I think what scares people the most is they're not really sure how to assess candidates from different cultures that have, you know, completely different experiences. How will they do onboarding? There's a bit of uh, that kind of yeah, there's just a bit of a, a fear around those different challenges. It's like, if I don't see you face-to-face, how am I going to hire you? But at the end of the day, it's you just got to go out there. You got to try. And again, keeping in mind, getting that entire picture. I always say, collect as much information as possible on any candidate, not just a CV, not just an interview. Try to have as many, like have like a four or five, six step process to get as much information as possible. And then when you have that, it's so much easier to hire, but it's not rocket science. I promise. <laughs> I love that's not rocket science. You just got to put the work in and, and, and listen Absolutely. again, go to listening. Um, so Anna, the time goes by way too fast. I've got one more big question for you in just a minute, but I want to make Absolutely. sure those, those who are listening that are loving this conversation can connect with you where, where they can, you know, find information about recruits or if those recruits want to find information about jobs, like, Where's the best place to get in touch with you and the company both? Absolutely. The best place is on our website at letsremotivate.com or on my LinkedIn. Hopefully there will be a link because my last name is quite tough. (laughs) (laughs) It it is a little tough, but it's not too bad. But yeah, we'll have links in the show notes for sure. But yeah, so letsremotivate.com is where you can find Remotivate. I love that. Okay, Anna, so here we go. Uh, Let's have a little bit of fun, shall we? We love giving advice, but sometimes advice just is so cliche. So think about any uh, advice you've learned or you've given that seems counterintuitive at first, but has the big payoff when you do implement it. What does that look like? Uh, Yeah, I would say that one of the biggest counterintuitive things around recruitment isn't focusing on selecting the candidate at the very end, which I think is a great step, but I think there's so much focus on that. I think the biggest focus should be at the very beginning. And we covered this in terms of the vision, when you figure out who you need, when you set up those KPIs, when you put the work in from the very beginning, selecting the candidate will be a piece of cake. And people get this completely backwards. They're thinking at the end, okay, well, what should I be considering? How should I hire? Who should I hire? How will I onboard? Are these the right skills? But if that is done from the very beginning, if you figure out the motivations that candidate needs, the soft skills they need, what success will look like, getting like all those pieces in place from the very start and investing that time rather than rushing through that very like, oh, I'll post a job description. We're good to go. If they invest that time from the very beginning, agency owners will see such better results when it comes to actually selecting the candidates, filtering the candidates, sourcing the candidates, like all the steps just become so much clearer and easier if you invest from the very beginning. That would be what I think is the best. 
Yeah, that's really good, Anna. So it's, it almost feels like creating a video or a movie or a TV show, the pre-production, right, is so important. Same Absolutely. thing in the, in the recruiting world, huh? Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Excellent. Listen, Anna Sherbina, I'm so happy to have you on Agency Rockstars. Folks, go to letsremotivate.com and check that out and connect with Anna. Anna, thank you so much. Yeah, it was a pleasure, Dan. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Agency Rockstars podcast. If you're an agency owner who would like to appear in this podcast, please visit legendaryleadgen.com slash podcast slash apply. Also, if you found this episode valuable, I would really appreciate you sharing it on social media. Even just a quick screenshot of the episode showing on your phone shared to social media would be great. If you truly enjoyed the episode, we'd also really love a rating in your favorite podcast player. Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Thanks again for listening. I'm Dana Lindahl, and if you want to connect, you can find me on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about everything we're currently doing at legendaryleadgen.com. Thanks for listening, and hope to hear from you soon.